Hello and welcome back to Erica's Healthy Home Podcast. I am so excited for today's podcast episode. I have a special interview signed up with a dear friend of mine, Maria. Maria is amazing, you guys. She is so cool. You're going to love her. She's a 27-year-old full-time big airline pilot, okay? And also an Instagram influencer, a great friend of mine, and she went through my 12-week coaching program. So in today's episode, we are talking about finding confidence through health and habit. I think you're really going to love this episode. I think you're going to love Maria. She's so much fun. So sit down, relax, grab a nice cup of coffee or a good big glass of water and enjoy this episode. Please let me know where you're listening from. I love getting feedback from you guys. I want to know what you want to hear. If you have any questions, please reach out to me. Reach out to Maria. I will leave you guys all of her contact information at the end of the episode. So please enjoy, and I'll see you guys soon. Hi, guys. So welcome to the podcast. We are on with my dear friend, Maria. I'm so so excited that she's here. Uh, how are you, Maria? I'm very well. Thank you for having me on your podcast. This is all very exciting. I'm super excited. I have been wanting to do this with you forever, so I think it's going to be so much fun. Can you tell us where you are now and just, we'll start off by giving us a little bit of context of how we met and, and how we became friends and all that fun stuff. So where are you and how are you and what's going on? Yeah, that sounds like a good plan. Okay, so I am home here in Alicante, uh, where I'm based. And uh, it's not my, well, let's see, it's not my real home. I am from Sweden, so I'm Swedish, but uh, this has been my home from for the last one and a half year. So that's where I am. That's awesome. That is so cool. Yeah, so for the listeners that are new here, I'm recording from Barcelona. So this is really fun because we're doing this over video chat so if you guys hear any weird noises or anything like that that's just bear with us and that's what's that's what's going on so i'm going to give our listeners a little bit of context of how we met and a little story and then i'll let you continue from there until your side okay right so guys i met maria in mallorca this is an island off the coast of spain we were both there for work i guess you could say and I met her at a restaurant opening, a sushi restaurant opening in 2015, I think. It was crazy how time flies. Mm -hmm. But I was there for a networking job and I walked in trying to promote my new hotel and I had this personal goal for myself that I had to meet at least one person and I had my husband with me for moral support, but I remember feeling so uncomfortable and then I saw you and you were there on a date, right? Right. I, I was. So the whole uh, thing why I was in Mallorca was because that was my very first base. I was doing line training there for the for about six months. And the thing was, I didn't have any any uh, 3G like access to Internet while I was there. Like I had no Wi-Fi at the place I was living. So I was like out of space, <laughs> like trying to, yeah, you know, just get online. And so I had a lot of free time just spending time with myself with no internet, okay? Um, playing a lot of Candy Crush and eating by myself. So boring. That's so, so I true. actually did, I did this challenge myself um, saying like, okay, uh, I have to push myself. I had to meet new people. And yeah, so I made a deal with myself to socialize more and meet new friends. Like basically just saying yes to everything that comes up. 
So that's where, or that's why I was there on my very first Tinder date, uh, which was, <laughs> I know it's, it's so embarrassing. I think my Tinder profile even said like, uh, looking for new friends. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it was, it was the funniest thing. It was the worst date ever. And uh, the guy was just so boring. All he did was talking about himself, you know, but it, it had the best outcome because you were there and I met you for the first time. And then, yeah. <laughs> And I remember, I remember finding you by yourself and I thought like, oh my gosh, she looks like she's my age. I'm going to target her and try and like promote my hotel or whatever. I didn't even know if I like came up to you and like promoted my hotel at that point. But long story short, we hit it off immediately. It just became really close friends. And so it ended up just being so awesome. And we were talking and you told me that you were a pilot. And when I heard that you were a pilot, I thought like, okay, wow, like you're definitely like my idol. I need to like know more about you. And yeah, from then we just created this awesome friendship and then that led into so many other things. And now you're here on my podcast and it's so exciting. So today we're just going to dive into really personal confidence. And I think that's kind of ironic because of how we both met. We, I think we were both there in a moment where confidence wasn't very high for either of us. And we were kind of like, doing a little bit of soul searching and trying to figure out like who we wanted to be in life and how we wanted to be in life. So I think that this came full circle and it's going to be super appropriate for, to set the base for our, for this podcast episode. Absolutely. So I think that you can share a super positive message about your self-confidence, about your journey of self-confidence from not only being a female pilot, a young female pilot, but also being on Instagram and you've got your you know, your blue little official seal guys, like this girl's an influencer. She's got it all going on and you're constantly putting yourself out there. So I don't know, like maybe give us a little bit of backstory. First, how did you even become a pilot and how was your confidence through that? Right. So the whole pilot thing, the flying came kind of natural to me. I was influenced, uh, of my dad who's been a pilot himself his whole life as as long as i known and and grew up together with my three sisters uh having the possibility to travel with him on the jump seat on his like when he was going to uh, bangkok and all over the states and all over asia like it, it was such an opportunity for us to see that that aviation world at such a young age so that's where I kind of that's where I started to get really interested in traveling and, and all of that and but it was actually not my own dream to become a pilot it was my oldest sister's dream she always knew that she wanted to become a pilot and I didn't I had no idea what I wanted to do so I did the easy thing and I just copied hers. I was like, oh, I think I'll do that too, without even having like any passion for it except then travel. But I mean, who doesn't like to go on vacations? So um, yeah, it didn't really make sense. But then I was 18 years old and I got accepted into the um, government-funded aviation school in Sweden. And I started flying, I started all this studying uh, aviation laws and performance and, and yeah, everything, a lot of studying. And then it, it kind of grew on me, the passion of flying grew slowly and until it is today that I can't even, I can't see myself without flying. I don't know 
know what I would do if he wasn't being a pilot. That's crazy. That's so exciting. So you started at 18 mm -hmm. and when, how old were you when you started working for, so you worked for this huge European company. How, how old were you when you started flying for them? I was, uh, let's see, I was 23 years old when I started the initial type rating and then I am 27 today. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. So even in those first four years, did you feel a huge confidence change boost in your, in your confidence? Or do you think that you were still kind of finding your ground, especially, I think that young female pilots, I mean, like, correct me if I'm wrong, I feel maybe now within, with Instagram and, you know, all this social media, they're coming out more and more and we're seeing more female pilots, but I feel like you were the first one. I think you're the only female pilot that I know. <laughs> So I feel like it's still, you know, uncharted ground for so many people. No, absolutely. Like the, the trends are positive. Like we can see today that more female are becoming pilots, which is great, but it's still like a very low percentage of, I think it's about 5% of all the wow. pilots are, are female. And that's, that's just basically not enough. So I think that's why this whole Instagram thing started. I, I wanted to create awareness around that. Girls can do it too. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. And yeah, talking about Instagram, I mean, you put yourself, so not only are you this young, awesome female pilot and you're trying to make your way in that whole world, but then you go and you put yourself on social media, on Instagram, and from one day to the next, you just create this open account and start sharing things. So, so how was that for you? Let's just say that the whole thing about creating a big social media account like or on Instagram like it is today, that was never my plan. My my well I didn't I think I had a plan at the beginning, but that has changed. But posting and I have serious intentions of, of building anything, that's where I started and but it changed as my audience grew and it became like more of us it is today like a second job really it's, it's amazing I mean I, I watched it's so cool for me because I kind of watched you open that account and grow I guess into this huge influencer that you are it's so awesome and but I it, think it's you know exactly how it is like you started a business out of nothing and it is like so, so social media is a full-time job there's no doubt about it and you can't really for sure turn it off you know because of the algorithm, you know, it, it, it hurts your accounts if you're not present every day. And, and if you're not being consistent, it hurts. And if your business is including yourself as a person, then you also need to be present at all times. So of course, sometimes I find like it's hard to find a balance. And yeah, and you're constantly, you're constantly selling yourself at the end of the day. And I mean, wrapping it around confidence, like I'm sure you receive thousands of messages both nice and not so nice and how do you how do you deal with those and how do you kind of just cope with the nasty messages and the nasty comments because I feel like at the beginning that has to be really hard and has to like break you down a bit yeah but I, I've been really lucky not having so many haters around. I started my account being this super positive, good vibes only kind of girl. Pretty, you know, and these wisdom words. And, oh, it's a bit embarrassing looking back at it now, but I, what I think it did was creating this positive community. Like I've said so many times, 
I don't deserve having this many people around me that are just so positive. Like all they do is giving out these nice comments. And I think also like, not to get too overwhelmed, but I think Instagram does a really good job of sorting out all those uh, comments that are mean. And like I can see on other platforms like YouTube or, or Twitter, they're not as good at it as Instagram is. So I don't see it that much, which is a good thing, I think. Yeah, that is good. That's true. You are active on YouTube. You have a YouTube channel. You do have a Twitter. I will leave all this information at the end of the podcast so that people can come and find you in all levels of social media. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was going, oh, so being on social media, do you feel like, especially dealing with self-confidence that you ever had what they call the imposter syndrome that you felt like maybe you shouldn't post this because somebody else posted something similar or that it wasn't maybe your real message, but it was your real message because you really believed in it and you just kind of had this like self-conflict or do you feel like you were able to get past that pretty quickly? Mm, I felt like at the time I was starting, um, I had my, or I still do, of course, I still have my girlfriends, um, Maria Mollin, who's also pilots themselves. And we kind of started all together, like promoting ourselves. So I never felt like we were copying each other or we were only like lifting each other's. That's great. Yeah. 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 That's awesome to have that, you know, support and everything. Mm, Absolutely. So if you guys have been listening since the beginning, you know that Marie and I have been, we were first friends in Mallorca. We met before all of this came about of, you know, her being, well, she was already a pilot, but she had just started. Was it your first base in Mallorca? It was, yeah. I was during, during line training, so I was still training, yeah. My very oh, there you go. So you were still starting off. Uh, I was nowhere near where I am now. I did a 360 in my life. But I, flash forward till now, I've had the opportunity to coach Maria into creating just a healthier routine, healthier habits. So that was super exciting. And not to say that you weren't already healthy because you were really healthy. You've always been very active since I've known you. Um, which is another message that I do want to share. You don't have to be at your worst moments to ask for help. I think that anybody can ask for help and guidance at any point in their life. Um, And that's really what coaching is all about. But Maria is the perfect example of somebody who was considerably healthy and did my 12-week program. Anyway, she was kind of like, she kind of gave me my first shot at really coaching somebody through my program, which is awesome. So I just want to ask you, Maria, how did you feel at the beginning of my program? What is your schedule like? What were your like, goals? How did that all look like? Okay. Um, this is such a good question. I remember you asking me this at the very beginning of the program. And I remember I wrote down like some of the feelings. I was, I was feeling stressed easily. Um, not feeling like I was doing enough with my time available. I'm, I wasn't prioritizing well. And having these thoughts like I'm not being efficient enough, I'm not just good enough. And that's like, I was stressing out or being not productive, trying to juggle between, you know, being the best girlfriend or a best friend or this businesswoman or being the best pilot, which is my full-time job. And I think I've just realized that being a perfectionist that has a downside that I keep putting myself in in these situations where I feel I have to pay the cost of not feeling my best. Um, 
but it was it was either that or holding back on on this creative side and my passion for building my own business which it is today and then it would just be too sad to imagine not going for that of course and I, re I remember at the time you told me about your own journey with having a health coach and that you were in the process of becoming one yourself so it felt so right asking for help because i needed i needed this structure and then and i wanted to implement some good habits in my life i yeah because i wasn't prioritizing my own health and it's so important to know that health is so much more than just exercise and eating right. It's everything because you're taking care of yourself in the best exactly. way. Exactly. And everything will be affected by that. And I mean, that is work, that is productivity, physically, mentally, and, and emotionally. It's your whole lifestyle. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, awesome. Do you think that you had like this moment in the program, like this, oh my God, okay, I got it, or this aha moment that when you're becoming this new person, not only through my program, but just through everything that you were going through, through flying, through, through work on Instagram, all this kind of stuff. Um, or do you think that it was more of a gradual and, and it's still ongoing process in finding your self-confidence and really living through that? I, yeah, I definitely think it has been a gradual and it still is like this ongoing process, trying to make the best out of myself little by little. And I think it's important to take it like step by step because if you try to change everything at once, I think it would just collapse, you know? And it took me about, let's say, half the time of the program, so let's say six weeks to actually start enjoying my workouts. And I could feel that if I, I, if I didn't, for some reason, have time to do my, my workouts a week, then it felt like something was missing and I don't like that feeling and I, there, there's just so much you have taught me and but I'm still working on everything I'm still working on trying to eat mindfully and I'm still trying to get uh, to bed in time and to get <laughs> earlier you know it's but I've I felt like I've come a long way I have to say oh for sure for sure and I think that it's so important for anyone listening like it's a process I still go through personal processes I mean like this pregnancy for me has been a roller coaster. I've been like super active and then one week not doing anything. And then you blame yourself and you, you know, you go through this like constant whirlwind of feelings and emotions constantly. And your lifestyle changes, especially that now that we're in summer and there's lots of routine changes. So I think that it's, it's definitely an ongoing process for so many people. I don't think that, and if anybody out there has, had this aha moment and has been able to be confident forever and eat super well forever and exercise forever. I want to meet you, but please I tell feel me. like it's I would love to know. exactly. I just feel like it's this process that we're constantly going through. And I think it's a good sign as well that we're growing. And at least that we are in tune with our bodies and understand that we're still going through this process and that it's, it's not going to stop. I mean, like as we get older, as you create a family, you know, all that kind of stuff, those kind of things constantly change. And so as long as you are aware of them and you are excited about attacking them full on, like face on, I think that's really a big part of it all, you know? Absolutely. I could not agree more. You're right. So looking back a few years, mm -hmm. um, what do you think have been your biggest changes that you've noticed in regards to your health and habits? Okay. Um, 
Well, I think it's, it's important to say creating new habits, it does take time, but it is so rewarding. Um, biggest changes, I'd say not letting these small distractions take away my focus from the bigger goal. I think that's it, yeah. For sure, that's awesome. Do you, what would you say right now, currently, are your top three healthiest habits? I've, I've been focusing on quality sleep, uh, which okay. means going to bed earlier and waking up earlier at the right time and just getting those. I think I need around nine hours, I figured out. So, uh, and if I get those, if I stay productive in the morning, it's like if I do my three things of a day, then then I will feel so much better throughout the week. Um, also drinking a whole lot of water each day. I think I do a lot, two to three liters of water each day. And like literally having this bottle of water right next to me always. So <laughs> we've, both got our, we've both got our water portion exactly. goes by. So important with the water. Like uh, it's such an easy tip, but it, like it gets you so far. Um, and also when I eat, I focus now on eating more mindfully, still trying, working progress, but to also eat more nutrient-dense food that does good for my body. So those are the three things, I think. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, mindfully eating is, is something I definitely want to bring back on the podcast eventually. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a lot of people who, you know, eat in front of their desks and, you know, they you don't well, we won't get too far into it, but you know, some people who get, they don't get the concept yet. And I feel like once you grasp it and understand it, one, you enjoy your food so much more, you give yourself a break. It has all these benefits to it, you know, Absolutely. but I can't believe we're almost done. Oh my gosh. So as we wrap up, um, do you have any specific advice that you want to give to listeners maybe something that you can help boost their personal confidence or that they can take with them to work on their personal health? Let's see. I just remind myself of where I was and I, I get that it's difficult and it's easy to get lost. With all the information that is out there about your health and training and how you should live your life and not really knowing where you should start or what's the next step is. But I think it all really comes down to taking responsibility of your own health and creating these new healthy habits and becoming aware of your bad ones. That's, that's a good one too. And uh, yeah. just an open mind and be kind to yourself. That's important too. I love that. I love that. Well, since you, since you mentioned bad habits, did you have any bad habits, noticeable bad habits before starting my program or even just... I was staying up to two, three in the morning and like sleeping into like, yeah, I had a few bad habits and not knowing like what kind of food was really good for me and oh, so many, but yeah, that's, that could be our next uh, podcast. <laughs> yeah, we could do a whole podcast on uh, bad habits. That would be fun. I'm sure a lot of people feel way better about themselves for sure. We're all in the same oh. boat together. <laughs> Absolutely. That is so awesome. Oh my God, Maria, I'm so happy that we could finally do this together. I have wanted to do this with you forever. So thank you so much for being here. Um, for anybody that's listening, when I do my closing, I will give you guys all of Maria's information. You can find her, follow her, tag her, whatever. Um, thank you so much for being here, Maria. Seriously, I appreciate it. And I can't wait to have you back on the podcast. 
Thank you, Erica. Thank you again for having me here. It's been, it's been wonderful. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. Did you guys love that? I was so happy to have Maria on my podcast. She's so amazing. She's such a good friend. I'm so glad that she could do this. So if you're ready, here's all her information. You guys can follow her, watch her on YouTube, send her a message. Let us both know that you liked this episode or what you thought about it. If you have any feedback, we're happy to hear. So you can find Maria on Instagram at, at MariaThePilot and on YouTube at also Maria the Pilot. If you guys want to send her an email just to say hi, you can send her an email at hello at mariathepilot.com. She's so fun. She loves to engage with her followers. So please don't be shy. Ask as many questions as you want. And if you're not following me on Instagram yet, you can find me at Erica's Healthy Habits. Please, again, if you like this episode, screenshot it, share it. I really support all of your help and your feedback. Thank you guys so much, and I'll see you in the next episode.